Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com 
I don't know why I started off with Black Betty today, um, but I'm I'm feeling the magic. Because you know the people love when we Black sing. Betty, blam a lama. Black Betty Lama Lama <laughs> is one of those songs where it comes on like I I immediately feel like hey let's let's get into a fucking bar fight. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care where we are. That's Let's just where get into it's a like fucking bar fight. Slow motion chair, like in the movie of your life. Yeah, yeah. Just, That's where like those chairs are flying in slow motion and like the crack of the bottle on the side of the bar. Yeah, let's just get into a good yeah, old fashioned bar yeah, fight. Yeah. Um, and that's Black Betty, you know? Sure. I don't know. I don't know what Black Betty is or what it means, but to me, Mine is. it means bar fights. <laughs> Mine is ja- Jailbreak. Or no, The Boys Are Back in Town. <laughs> oh, God. Worst song of all time. The boys are back in town. The boys are back that. in town. I hate that song. <laughs> I, again, it reminds me of like so a good. Tim Allen movie yeah. where they're going out. Or they're getting their mojo back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're thinking of Wild Hogs, are you? Probably. Is that what every, pops up every in your mind? Movie. Yeah, every like uh, fucking now Adam Sandler movie when he pops up with David Spade or sure. Tim Allen and fucking Martin Lawrence or, mm-hmm. you know, any one of those fucking plug in whoever. Yeah. yeah. I can't, or any sitcom with a dad where it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, Tonight I, there's going to be a jailbreak. I can't stand it. I can't. Like, <laughs> Somewhere in this town. I hate that. I hate that song. Yeah. Um, I'm also, I, I hate to say this because it might be sacrilege. Also not a, a, a big fan of like 80% of Billy Joel's music for that exact reason. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like when when a when a Joel song comes on, sure. That a when B a BJ, Joel? yeah, when a BJ song comes on, uh-huh. um, it's it's typically like you know, oh, guess who's back in the fuck today? Like, you know, <laughs> it's one yeah. of it, it's. He's got that type of music to me. I don't know. There's a there's a couple. I mean, Piano Man, of course. Piano Man, I dig. Um, and then, you and know, whenever I, I hear like we didn't start the fire, it's, oh, yes, it's still a yes. fucking like a, like a, a mid mid 50s dad yeah. song that they score in a movie where Uptown it's, Girl. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uptown Girl. Fucking forget it. Uptown girl yeah. Yeah. Is an old exactly whenever i hear that i I, ch- I check out immediately um he's got a couple really there's only great there's songs, only a couple there joel only, songs just sure. me personally look again sure, sure, could sure, be sacrilege sure, sure. could be sacrilege i don't know if i make works. a small mention of it in my new book that's coming out uh in july um the sequel to a night she cries while he rides the sea i make a small mention of that like a reference i don't say who it is but you, you'll, you'll know it's Billy Joel. Got it. Just like, got Ugh. it. Um, we got a big show today, Jabes. Huge. We should we should stop fucking around. I don't know. Stop fucking around. Those are my favorite shows. When you just fuck when around. When I just fuck around and fuck everything up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, let's get to the sponsors so that way they'll, they'll at least pay us before we fuck up the rest of the show. Shall we? We shall. First and foremost, you know I'm at the top of the show. I'm talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee made fresh uh, right inside their place of business. 
and uh, bagged up, shipped out to you. Uh, or they put it in K-Cups. I'm, I'm a K-Cup guy. But a lot of people, by the way, are turning. The tide is turning in coffee, I found out. Hmm. Everybody's getting bags. Yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. I, I will say this. When you make it for me fresh right. out of bags, it is. Like French press. Like, del- delightful. Yeah, right. The problem is I realize, like I'm sensitive to the fact that it, it takes you 40 minutes to make coffee. You know? Right. Because we don't have the like old school press the button, make the big pot. Like I do the. Not quite pour over, but I do do a French press. Um, well, it takes I, look, a while. But ver- so the that that hot uh, like p- pot of coffee, mm-hmm. I would rather. That doesn't taste as good to me as the f- the French press. Of does. course, the French press is the best. Um, so or that's pour, pour over, like yeah. yes. If I had my druthers, I would I would do that. But it's just time. It's merely time. I try to get this coffee into my system as fast as possible. Good news is they offer both K-Cups and bags. Uh, and they come out to about $4 cheaper than Costco if you're getting a, a big uh, discount box. And it gets delivered to your house with a subscription of the Month Club, which we've had for a fucking year and a half. And it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Their apparel's dope. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Next up, we've got StraightRazors.com. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, girl. Um, boys are back in town. Stop. <laughs> the boys are not back in town. Those fucking boys don't use straight razors. Um, no. They don't use any, like, sweet products. No. They're using, like, disposable razors and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Straight razors has got the finest shaving products in the biz. They've also got the finest man grooming products in the, in the, in the biz. They just got uh, some new shampoo, conditioner, uh, mustache wax, beard oils. Um, you name it. They got everything you need for uh, to be a man. Also, their stray razors are the finest in the biz. You can also get them engraved. They sent me one that says badass motherfucker on it. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so if you buy one, you can get it engraved. Um, they also have a safety razor in case you're just trying this out for the first time and worrying about hacking yourself up. Um, but it's delightful. Go to straightrazors.com. Uh, just try their aftershave. Try a bottle of Smolder. If it's not the greatest aftershave I've ever had, I'll let you pun- punch me on the dick out in the streets. Um, straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. It's almost like you're stealing from them. That's how amazing their products are. Next up is strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. You, you had a lot of conviction there. This is just an audio show and people can't see it. You were leveling your fists down like you were Vladimir Putin in a meeting somewhere. Yeah. Like you were angry about something. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, God. Gross. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz today, kids. You can kick the can. You don't need the can anymore. Uh, you can get rid of uh, Red Bull, Monster, Kickstart, all that bullshit. This is a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open and squeeze it into any liquid you have. Uh, it doesn't even matter what it is. So whatever you're drinking, throw some strike force in there. Boom. You get that energy in you. Last, last longer than five hour energy, which is what I like. I'm a big pre-workout guy for this shit. Uh, this really puts me where I want to be. Right here, look I love one. Smoking on some. Uh, wrong so, song for that. Wrong yeah. song for working out. Yeah. But they got four original flavors. Uh, original, obviously. 
orange grape, and uh, they got a lemon. They also got a 750 milliliter bottle that sits on your bar top or countertop. You can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. They also have a subscription of the month club, uh, and their little boxes are only $9.95, so grab them shits. They ship everywhere in the entire world. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION, again, for 20% off. REVOLUTION for 20% off at Strike Force Energy. Dot com. Last but not least, uh, we got a new app coming our way, kids. Uh, it's called Caillou, K-A-Y-U. Sexy app. Um, it is It is for individuals looking for a good time. I mean, whatever uh, uh, that uh, means uh, Yeah, exactly. To you. And I'm saying across the board, good time. Uh, if you're going to a concert, if you're going to a sporting event, if, uh, even if you're just looking for people to fucking hang with on the weekends and go shooting or, or go uh, whitewater rafting or something like that, you're looking to split the cost of travel and or entertainments or just looking for a sweet hanging bang. I'm sure you can fuck some of those people um, on there. Uh, look, I'm just saying. Uh, look. It's got a tender element to it. You can see who the people are. And it's like, hey, somebody, somebody give somebody a five star. Chances are they got a little fucking boom boom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you never know. Uh, but it's by uh, two uh, X Green Berets, um, fucking out of Fort Bragg, doing shit, making it right in the world. Uh, they're having a fucking promo party down in Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, there's free drinks at all the bars afterwards. All you have to do is download the app, the Caillou app. It's free, no charges, no nothing, and uh, they'll let you they'll let you in the bars on uh, on St. Patty's Day, and, and you get to drink for free. Which is a real nice goddamn thing. Jabes, I, I found some ironic news today. Start off the show. Blammo. Blammo. Bring it on. I, I've been making fun relentlessly of the Russia probe, obviously, because it's 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 thus far proved to be worthless. Sure. What, what do they indict? The 13 Russian nationals who set up the Facebook accounts. Um, the hilarious thing about it was one of the guys actually came forward and... And they said, yes, we were we were doing these fake ads on Facebook mm-hmm. and shit like that, which, look. That's fine. Uh, don't care. Uh, don't if, care. If you're fucking dumb enough to be fooled by any news article on the planet and believe that it's real, I, that's up to you. Um, but the, the beauty of it was he said there was about 90 workers. And he goes, uh, yeah, you know, we only used $2 million in marketing on Facebook. He was like, it's really easy. <laughs> and I was just like. Kind of like a nice dig and a fuck you yeah. to the to the FBI, and I was just like, "Wow, that's it." Um, and I look, I, looking at it, I, you kind of figure it because if you're good with if you're good with the marketing aspect of Facebook, you can reach exactly the people you need to reach if you want. And it look, it just depends on how, how many people spend that much time on Facebook. The other thing about it to me is uh, with the U.S. voter, right? A lot of old people, a lot of people in uh, urban communities and shit like that. And it's just like, are, 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 like my parents don't even have Facebook accounts. Right. So who, uh, how many people? D- I'm not on it. Like I didn't get any of my election news from Facebook. I didn't either. Book. Not once. So that's just me. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I see people's opinions are I, like, that's the other thing about it to me. And I don't think people take this into account is I, I liked Facebook when it was my friends and family. And I could see what they were doing and, and funny shit. Like I like to see funny videos and shit like that. I never went to Facebook for news. Not once. Yeah. And, and anytime a friend, and I don't care Republican or Democrat, and I don't really care what, when I say this, I want to preface this by saying 
when when any of my friends, Republican or Democrat, post a political article, I've never clicked on it once. No. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I do not. It, either way, it, it's just like ugh. Republican or Democrat, sure, t- friends. Whenever yep, they post yep. something, I don't care either way because typically any friends or family members that are posting shit like that on Facebook are trying to get you to, you know, say yay to your fucking party and, and whatever that that's going to be. Right. Um, so I know both ways, Republican or Democrat, it's like, uh, this article is going to be biased in some way towards whatever thing, you know, agenda you're pushing or whatever. And it's just like, uh, I, I, like I've never posted a political article. Right. Never. I like, there's nothing good enough that I was just like, Oh boy, the world really needs to know about this. And I believe in it <laughs> yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, it is what it is. But when I saw that, I was just like, that's it? That's all that you were, really, all of this investigation? It's like, dude, I can't even fathom how many millions of dollars this is costing taxpayers. I mean, it's still ongoing, but yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, if you would have had Trump, you would have had him by now. Or, right fucking uh, what a goddamn year into this thing right i don't know why it's taking them so long to find if I, there's I, one person affiliated with the trump campaign i one. i do i i, I think they want to eat up the news cycle with this as long as they can uh, mm-hmm, because it mm-hmm. cuts into his presidency yeah, yeah. And, he can't um, get done what he wants to get done because it's all about that sure um and on, on the republican side i will say this had hillary gotten elected i think they would have tried to go after the emails again and that would have drug into her presidency. Oh, and it would have just been, you know, the cut, forever like, going through. It's going to take us so long to go through all these emails and they're just going to like drag it on. People are so divided um, politically these days um, that I, I think that's what, it, what it would have happened on the other side. I think the other thing that would have happened is uh, I think these media outlets would have would have collapsed. I think CNN would have collapsed. Yeah. Um, Colbert it, what would, they would have, have been to gone. Talk about? Not really anything. Cause they, you know, they wouldn't have covered this email story at all. No. So like that one, that wouldn't have been a thing. And, um, you know, I think these days politically for both sides, it's just, how do you fuck over the other person? Like, and again, nothing's really being done and, and there's no candidate. So I, I don't, I don't understand all this other shit, but the, the, the one interesting thing that happened today that, that was really telling to me was, and I was here, I was in town for this and I saw, I mean, I walked through it. It was on my Instagram. I saw it happen. There was a protest in the streets of New York that Michael Moore was at and it was the, the day after the election. Oh yeah. You uh, were there. I was there. Yeah. yeah. We walked right through it and Matt Best and I, and we got some hilarious footage and the, the funny thing that I found about it, because there was a lot of people, it was like, I, I, I can't, maybe 10,000, 15,000 people. Like, I mean, the streets were blocked the fuck off. Like yeah. we, we had to walk through people mm-hmm. and like, um, obviously Matt and I are bigger guys, so nobody's really saying shit to us, but they were shit, saying shit to other people. Yeah. And the, the thing that I, I found fascinating about it, I was like, man, where did all these people get the money and the resources to do this protest this fast? Turns out today uh, it was paid for by Russia. Oh, yeah, and so but that doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. They they just want political discord on both both sides. Either way, they just want it it to fall apart. Yes, they they don't care as long as the American government is in turmoil of some sort. Um, And and by the way, everybody wants that. We do that to Russia. We've done it to other countries. 
that we, we want to make it seem like politically, oh God, these people are bad or this is bad or this government's bad to push your own agenda in mm. your own country. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we've done this with other countries before right. where it's like, oh, you can't go to China or you can't go to right. fucking Russia or, you know, Africa or whatever it is like, you know, different places because of articles or what, what the, he said, she said of it is. And it's like, I'm sure we put that out. Like our American government put out these warnings for different cities and, and countries and things like that. So like, that's not shocking to me, but the hilarious thing is like Michael Moore was the big rally around the family fucking with a pocket full of shells guy on this one. And, um, uh, he, you know, he's railed on this Russia thing for a year now. They colluded. They fucking changed the fucking thing. They paid for stuff. They've done all this stuff. Well, congratulations, Michael Moore. Uh, he got caught today cause he was at the rally and he was the one that was, you know, helping push this rally forward on television and social media and CNN and CNBC um, congratulations, Michael. Uh, the rally you, you attended was was paid for by Russia. So does that mean you colluded with Russia as well? Right. Um, he's probably so pissed. Oh, God. Because he's been trending all day, and the story's been on fire, obviously. Uh, that, and it, it's all of these things, all of these fucking marches and all of this shit, like, they're all funded by somebody else. Somebody else brought up a really good point to me um, about one of these uh, marches and rallies. The, the Women's March, for example. I was just going to, yeah. It was put on in, in short notice as well. And uh, there was, I, I don't know who this was, so forgive me. We get a ton of messages, but I, I did read this. And it did make me think of like, oh, fuck, I didn't think about that. With the Women's March itself, one of our listeners wrote in. They were like, if you think this wasn't funded and organized by outside you know, influences like George Soros or somebody like that. Mm -hmm. They go, just break it down on a minimum level. How did the United States or how did these organizers get a half a million pink pussy hats in that time frame? That that knit time frame. And like I'm not even (laughs) saying this is a joke. Where I I, after I read it, um, because the guy was being serious in his thing and I was like, after I read it, I was like, man, I just getting t-shirts or hats for ross patterson revolution like uh, like takes a second a a few hundred is all we Mm -hmm. ordered you know like 500 or something takes like 60 days like it's it's a longer process right they don't just have that and ship that out overnight and like friends of mine who ordered you know open t-shirts and t-shirt companies and all this shit like uh, it, it takes about 30 days to get a new design or something in the store let alone a knit pink pussy hat um, and, and to get that number of pussy hats out sure. into the world, sure, that's got to come from overseas. I don't, we, we don't really do that here. Uh, no, not no, in it's that. not like Patagonia made the pussy hats or North face. No, I mean, no, I think each, a lot of different companies did it. That's what I thought where it's like, get your pink pussy pat- hats here I don't know. or kiosks or like, how do, how do you get them that quickly? I, know. I don't know. How I mean, do you, I don't know. Yeah, because they all looked the same across the nation. And I was like, hey, man, how did hey. we get that many pink pussy hats out in the street? Amazon, probably. No, no. <laughs> Amazon is hard. So uh, a friend of ours is into the big into the Amazon world now. And uh, he, he, he uh, like, I bought this tent from him. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our son once has always wanted a hammock. 
Sure. They like that. We, we stayed someplace that had a hammock. You want yeah, a yeah, hammock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my buddy was like, hey, man, I, I've got this hammock. And I was like, ah, actually, I could use that. It was like 24 bucks, right? Sure. Um, ordered online on, on Amazon, and it'll be here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But he told me that they had designed that like, you know, 60, 70 days ago. And he was just like, that's how long it took to get to market on Amazon. And I right. was like, ah, all right, this makes sense. Like, uh, you know, and it was a, it's like a parachute hammock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like yeah. an AIDS quilt or something, um, <laughs> you know, that he's making. Sure, 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 sure. So with that, I was like, oh, all right, if that takes 60 or 70, there's no way those pussy hats were ready in time. Yeah. Who, who ordered all these pussy hats? Like, that's a lot of fucking pussy hats. Seriously. So um, I don't know. But, but uh, today, Michael Moore's having a good time with, with, with all of the uh, social media. Speaking of the Women's March, um, Rose McGowan's show, I guess, is Tank to Tankin. Uh, oh, uh, Citizen Rose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder why. wonder why. Did you watch it? No. I didn't either. I don't like her. Was it E? Yes. Yeah. I don't like her. I don't I, like no, her I, whole thing. Yeah. So I don't want to um, hear more of her like impassioned speeches about why I should be able to be a slut. Yeah. But not be raped. Yeah, not yeah, raped. Yeah. Sorry. No one should be raped. That's not what I'm saying. No, but she was raped. Yes. Uh, but she also wants to be a slut in her own time. Which, yes. And which not only she said, but she's posted on her Instagram photos of her naked in a bathtub. Right. Recently. And that's fine, but it's just such a, a weird message. That's what I think. Um, to, to put out there. Um, because I, it goes so far into like, I should be able to be a slut. I should be able to go over to a guy's house. Like even with the NZ's thing, it came to like, I should be able to go to a guy's house. I should be able to like suck his dick and then like not want to do anything else. And not have him even try you know it like right. goes into these weird areas that um i just i don't know i just don't like her pretty soon there's going to be an app for contracts to hey man can you you're gonna have to put your thumbprint down to sex like right so we had sex it was consensual and then you can't come back and fucking me to me um, right that, that's where it's headed i think that that market is saturated uh for for that where, where there's so many people that came out i think her show came out yeah and it's just like great we hear about this every fucking day in the news i don't want to watch a goddamn show about for it for me it's good i i like that her show didn't do well because i need yeah. this whole thing to kind of like level off to the level that it needs to be at do you know what right, i mean right, like right. it goes it went so so extreme to where we're like which we've talked about a million times but it went so extreme to where we're accusing people that of like having a bad date. Yeah, like we went yeah. so, so far that I'm just wanting it to kind of go back down the other side of the hill, not all the way back down to where people are getting raped and sexually assaulted at work all the time. And it was okay. I don't want that, but I want it to go the, the other way a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean, let's get out of the extreme world and into the, like the common sense world of like, don't do that. But like, sure. Let's be, yeah. honest about I, things i got into it uh with sarah spain uh who was an espn co-host um the other night after the sean white thing okay um oh yes that's right that's right for this exact reason yeah fuck. where you know sean White, i was we were watching the winter olympics 
everybody's stoked to see Sean White. That was the highest rated night of, of the Olympics thus far. Um, is that like he's our one superstar? Yeah, because he fucking pu- pulled it out. Yeah, he did it right. But he's our he, he's our one superstar who's been consistent for twenty years at this point. Sure. Um, fucking literally five minutes after he won, this this ESPN chick, uh, Sarah Spain, went on her page and was just like, you know, I really liked Sean White until five minutes later, and I read this article um, about his like he's being sued for sexual allegations forever ago a year and a half ago year and a half ago and i was like it's not ongoing so i I, it it is it still hasn't been oh no settled yet it's still in the courts look these lawsuits drag out forever but um uh and i read the lawsuit when it came out a year and a half ago and it was just like but the fact that it's drug out means that he's saying i didn't fucking do this yes if it if it was a like closed really quickly it means he pays her he shuts her up yep. and that's it. So exactly. Him dragging it out to even go into the Olympics with it means that he's like, I, I, I have to fight this. And clear my name. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I wrote back, to, I replied to her on Twitter because I went to Twitter to see everybody's reactions and I saw that and, and that started trending and I was like, you fucking bitch. bitch. I, I was just like, <laughs> so you got to be kidding me. So I, yeah. I, I sent her a tweet back and I was like. Man, it is really convenient time for you. Like five minutes after, like let the guy win the gold medal. Five minutes later, you're gonna bring this up. And she wrote back. She was like, "What would be a more convenient time for you?" Um, and I was like, "Well, when it when it happened a year and a half ago, when the when the lawsuit came down, and I was like, the fact that you're just finding out about it now as a sports reporter, mm-hmm. it's fucking insane to me. Mm-hmm. Like you just found out five minutes after he won. Yeah, one, oh. of, one of the greatest uh, Olympians in history. Not only that, but a, but a guy who has competed in almost every single X Games for 20 years on your fucking network, and you don't know Sean White or his life? Um, and, and she, you know, she was like, I... No, this this is a guy that's only famous every four years or whatever. I'm like, hey, we're talking about Sean White, right? Like Sean fucking White. <laughs> that that's as big because, as you. Yeah, he's a massive athlete. Massive. Um, that's not like you know, fucking Clint Dorstab, the uh, you know the the relief pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers in 1996. Like I'm not I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about fucking Sean White. Yeah. And uh, and then her little fucking. Another chick for ESPN co-host that, you know, ran to her aid and was just like, you know, she doesn't know about Sean just because she didn't know about the story doesn't mean she can't be part of the fan club like you. And I was like, "Eh." (laughs) Uh, I was like, one would think that you guys would know working at ESPN what the fucking actual news is for athletes. Yeah, you're like, are they hiring? Because I clearly know more than that's what I said. I said, so I wrote back and I was like, what are the prereqs to work there? Um, just, you don't have to know anything about sports. You can just, just like spout off comments and, and figure it out later. Cause I was like, shit, I know a lot of motherfuckers that could do that. For and, sure. and to be honest with Sarah Spain and this other chick, I forget, forget what her fucking name is, but, um, they were only hired because they were hot. Like clearly they don't know anything about athletes and, and what's going on in, in the actual sports universe. Um, and it's, you know, look, it's eye candy for ESPN and it's, it's great. But for them to drudge up a story like this after a year and a half later, right after he wins the gold, gold. And then it, that spilled over into the press conference. So all the, all the people were asking him about it. And it was just like, where the fuck were you a year and a half ago? If you really cared, if you right. really gave a shit, where the fuck were you a year and a half ago? And so uh, another uh, a guy jumped in from NFL Network who was obviously trying to fuck 
uh, Sarah Spain or, mm-hmm. or, or the other chick from ESPN was just like, I can't believe you, 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 it's a strange hill for you to die on, um, to defend Sean White. And I was like, I go, I look, I, I read the lawsuit one and I was like, it, it, the lawsuit is like, oh my gosh, he hit me on the ass. He slapped my ass. Like after a, a, a so the band girl was in a band with, with Sean, Sean White, White for seven years. I think one of the, the only girls maybe in the yeah, band, she was a drummer. Yeah. So girl, get ready. Get your fucking big boy pants on because you're in a band with all boys. You better figure this shit out. Yeah. And she was like, look, there was nothing again in the lawsuit that said Sean White sexually harassed her or made a move on her or Mm. raped her or they hooked up. Nothing, nothing like that. She said that, you know, he would blast it out dick pics of random people like to the band and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, you're in a rock band. Like. Fuck. Yeah. And then he would like call her and tell her that she needs to like cut her hair, cut her hair. Uh, not need to, she should, uh, she should cut her hair and that she should wear this, this, and this to the show. And, um, you know, in Sean White's mind, it's like, he's trying to get a look. He's running a band. Yeah. A look as an aesthetic. I don't know how good he is. I don't know how good the band is, but you know, either um, way, like this is is really, this is a fairly common practice with, with the lead singer or the leader of the band, Jack White perfect example does it all the time i mean fuck jack white travels with a uh, an all-male band and an all-female band and then he flips a coin mm-hmm. right before he goes on stage whoever it is female or male heads or tails gets to come and play with him for that night right and that's them's the and rules they all they have to wear a certain they're all dressed in like these yes kind of western um elvis type bowler hats yeah uh suits and their hair is all long i don't know if that's because he told them but yeah no 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 because like, <laughs> one of the guys came out that was in the the male band portion of it and was just like yeah we were told when we go out in public we have to wear these bowler hats and we have to be dressed like the band members and and that's part of the gig and so, that's that's what it is. So basically her thing is that she didn't like the way she was being treated, um, talked to or whatever. So it, for me, that's like after you quit. But after she was fired. That's what I mean. If like, you didn't like that, then you quit. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't think, you know, and it's part of the thing, like, I don't think we as women have the right to go into certain situations and because we don't like it completely destroy it right um whether it's you know all red going into the fucking guy's steam room or this girl in the fucking band it's like you know it's a weird opportunity for you to have and um it's very strange for you to be doing it so if you don't like it if it's not working for a girl yeah if you're as a woman not liking the way that you're being treated like that's time to go and that's like i wasn't an all-guy band and it it just was weird for me i couldn't do it not only that, but seven years. And I find the, the timing to me was uh, curious where this happened a year and a half ago, just as he was ending the band because he was about to start training for the Olympics. Sure. So like, oh, now you're going to sue because you're not making money anymore in the fucking band? Like, mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah. Um, but and, and to the guy from the NFL network who hit me up, I mean, I, I shut him down really quick. I'm sure. I, I was like, hey, bud, um, you want to talk about a weird hill, hill to die on? Let's talk about your network. They've had eight eight people fired in the last four months for sexual harassment. So I was like, uh, if you, if you would care to comment on any of your coworkers yeah. and say Let's that it's bring up some stuff, it's true or not true. And didn't hear from him. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was, he was as quiet as a fucking fart in church. That guy. Um, yeah. So fuck him. Yeah. Uh, and, and then nothing from Sarah Spain and them, obviously like just admitting you're a shitty journalist. 
um, is 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 crazy to me. Yeah. Like I, I, my last comments here was I was like, look, you can. It's fine to say, look, I have an awesome job that I like, that I love, that I'm hired because I'm hot for, and I don't have to read like newspapers anytime. Sure. So the like, job, like, let's just lay low. Let's yeah, do our shit. It's great. You know, I look, look, Sarah Spain. People. I'd love to have that job. I don't Absolutely. have to do any fucking research. Nothing. Um, I don't know. And I will say, like I always have said, so that girl that's suing, um, Sean White, Sean White, um, has set us back. So like, yeah. do you think, um, guys are going to want to hire girl drummers? Not a fucking, Thanks not in a, a lot, million girl. years. Yeah. Like, yes, it's already weird. Like we're not even to the point where it's not weird for a girl drummer to be in an all guy band. That's still very weird. Yeah. So you've even set us back from that where now guys are like, Hey man, I don't, I don't know. Like she's cool and everything, but like if something goes bad, like she can just fucking throw a lawsuit dude. And right now she'll win. So we're going to do, we're going to say a no on that. I I look, I like the fact that he's fighting it. Um, I, I think that's great. Yeah. That's so. what I, that's what I mean. He could just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to the Olympics. Like I need to just pay her. He has the fucking money. Yeah. Cause um, look, a, a lot of people, these, and these that's law- what she wanted. Yeah. And these lawsuits, like, do they get so nasty and so fucking expensive that it's like, uh, you end up settling usually like I, I, I just, uh, I just read that Milo settled today. Um, that's Simon and Schuster case. Mm. And, uh, Damn. N- neither side got anything. They both, dismiss their lawsuits at the same time i think it started to get so costly that uh that, that's what he said on his side but i think the same for simon and schuster where it's like it starts to get so costly yeah. you start heading towards that dollar amount where it's it sucks like, because i think he had a case so that i, I do too and well, that's a bummer but but you know whatever lawyers on. from simon and schuster firing legal motions at you once a week um that is really really costly against one guy and he has money but not that much yeah i i would say he's he claims he's made over a million dollars off of his book yeah but don't which, lose I, which it I believe all, don't lose it all to the fucking publisher that and this is this is exactly what he said by <laughs> yeah. the way that was his exact words okay. of i don't want to give this fucking money back money to the back publisher. to them fuck them but i i they did le- let him keep his eighty thousand dollar advance um so I, hey I, I don't know I, I thought for sure, again... It's a, I'm surprised that this girl can fucking fight Sean White. Who is this she? This long? It's got to be somebody who's pro bono. That's the, what I keep thinking. Thinking that they'll get him? Yeah, thinking yeah. that they'll get him. And it's like, uh, you, you know, you keep firing away. Look, there's a bunch of lawsuits in all these fucking movies. Um, but these things go for like two to three years. A lot of people don't realize that, like... Um, these lawsuits are two to three year process. The, the judicial system is not looking to speed up these things anytime, anytime soon. No. So I, Sean White is probably fine. Just dragging it out. The guys, the guys, and the lawyers worth aren't either. so it's like, who's on your side? That's what like the lawyers want this to go forever. I know. Like that's, yeah. what's scary about it is like you hire these lawyers they to help care. you out and they're, you know, they're trying to make their money and, and now, drag it out. Yeah, if you're trying to get like a five or ten million dollar settlement, then they care about getting the actual settlement itself. But sure. uh, if you're not, no, fuck. They're trying to make as much money as they can, make the hourly, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I I was shocked by that, man. I, I I thought Milo for sure had a case, but you know how much you willing to to risk and lose for that long. Um, 
And it's, uh, it's mind altering these fucking lawsuits, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about black China. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> um, you want to talk about, uh, black history month being a full effect. She had a sex tape leak. Go girl. Yeah. And, uh, right on for, yeah. For the people. Right on President's For Day. your people. Yeah, everybody. So it was trending, like everybody on Twitter was like, hey, congratulations. Black China really bringing out Black History Month. Um, just a weird, like the, the, the footage that was released was just this weird, strange blowjob she was giving. And uh, she claims the tape was hacked. I don't fucking think that for one second. But I'm sure it's going to help her out in her custody case. Which is nice. Yeah. 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 Rob with Rob. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, boy. You know who else would have like who who would have dropped a bomb ass porn tape instead of black China. Hmm. I think Cardi B and offset um, from from Migos. That would be that would be a big one. Yeah. She's a stripper. Yeah, she's already been a stri- like she, she's already been a stripper. She's got like, some she's, yeah, she's fine with that. Um, I think that wouldn't be a, like an all timer. Mm-hmm. I try to I try to put people together in my mind where it's an all timer, like because I, I think of Ray J, who essentially I, I heard retired off of that sex tape with Kim Kardashian. Oh, I'm sure. So I, I'm I, sure. If you think about it, like yeah. It might not be a bad idea for Cardi B because, like, you know. Oh, yeah. If Cardi B, if they don't, if they stop putting out hits um, and you're looking for a retirement plan, it's probably, it's probably in your bedroom. Uh, yeah, I think so. For, for someone like her, probably in your where bedroom. your career can still go on and flourish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you can not only survive, but you'll thrive. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> then, um, <laughs> I think she would be one. Um, you know who's who's not having a sex tape anytime soon is uh, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux. Yeah, because they're getting a divorce. divorced. You know what's weird about that case? What they they have no marriage license. What do you mean? They can't find that they were ever legally married. Strange, right? Yeah, I mean, does it matter? They don't have kids. They don't have. They don't. I they think don't they have, have kids. Probably one joint property. Maybe you know how much that one joint property is worth, by the way. What is it? Seventy-five million dollars. It's in New York, huh? No, it's in L.A. Really? Yeah. So, I, which I didn't know this about her, but uh, uh, I guess it would make sense after 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 seeing it. Is uh, apparently she's like a big designer, like interior design, like architecture and things like that. Which okay. I knew Brad Pitt was. So like. That's probably where that spilled over, but she redesigned this entire house. They put like twenty-one million into into renovations, and now it's worth seven. It's done finally after mm-hmm. like seven years, and uh, uh, it's worth seventy-five million dollars. Kim and Kanye just did that too, and it's like a totally redid a house. Yeah, for like yeah. three or four years, and uh, and then they just fucking sold it. But I don't even think they lived in it. I don't either. I don't think I spent one day in that motherfucker. God, flipping houses at that level? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, That's f- some boy. fucking crazy shit. Crazy, right? Because you have the money to make them amazing. Yeah. And the value that's can, can, added. Can shoot up. However, there is one celebrity friend of ours who tried to do that 
and went under. Um, went under hard because okay. he hit the the. Uh, he was like, great. You know, everybody was doing that in LA. Yeah. Because uh, the housing market was crazy from like 2000 to 2006. Right. He did it right around 06. And uh, then the it crashed. Mm. The market crashed and he lost everything. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. So like it, it, it can go both ways. Because I mean, look. Let's say you know hypothetically, you're you're throwing 21 million into renovations, and the market crashes. You're fucking out. You're sitting on a on a house. I, I, who's going to buy a house at that price? Now, look. I, some friends of mine are, you know, two of the biggest realtors in uh, in Los Angeles right now. You can fucking sell anything for. You were talking about it the other day, where you were just like, you know. You're going into these houses thinking it's it's L.A. What is it? L.A. listing. It's or, million dollar listing. Million so dollar listing, yeah. we are in the market yeah. right now. Yeah. And um, I just imagine these realtors like in these small towns or whatever that are like trying to pull the same shit. Just well, the people, the buyers. So buyers, it's like HGTV mess that shit up too. Yep. So like every construct, you know, person that does construction or does remodels, it's like the <laughs> The wife or whoever watches the HGTV has all these ideas yeah, about how yeah. it should go. And the guy's like, cool, a million dollars. Yeah. And she's like, I could do it myself. I saw it on HGTV. Exactly. Um, and then same with million dollar listing where like you walk, they walk into these houses. They're perfect. They don't have to do anything. Right. There's no renovation. There's right. no fixing anything. And the inspection is fucking basically... You might as well not do it. A joke. Yeah, you can a bring joke. champagne. Yeah. And then they like um, offer these like super low, you know, they lowball them and then right. they come back at asking. They're just like, nope, there's like no negotiation, whatever. So right. it just fucks with these people that are like not in that million dollar <laughs> range. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, cool. Um, you know, we can just we'll come back at asking. No or whatever. Bigs. Yeah. No bigs. I don't know. I, I think it messes a lot of one professions of our, up. Yeah. One of our first realtors here was like that. We, mm-hmm. we fired and she was like that. And it was just like, hey, you, we're in North Carolina. You're, we're not in, this isn't LA. Yeah. Confidential, whatever the fucking show's mm-hmm. name is. She like, wasn't hungry. She was like a rich housewife that like tried to, tried real estate or got her real estate yeah. license because she needed something to do with her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she wasn't hungry. She didn't need the money. And um, we wanted to offer something on a house. And she was like, mm, no. Just, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we're doing. You work for you us. You do it. If they don't like it, yeah. then you forget it. for us. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I would go at asking. Would you? Would that make your job super easy? Yeah, well, not only that, but, but the, her commission. Like she gets I, exactly, the, and, but it's just like just shut like, the fuck up. She even bought herself a fucking billboard. Yeah. Above Trader Joe's. And I was just like, you're not selling that much. I know you're not selling that much. But people look, you watch these shows and you think that's how it is. And it's like, look, outside of New York and L.A., probably D- I would say D.C. and San Francisco. Um, that's that's what it is. There's you know a few other markets here and there that are like that. But uh, it's few and far between. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, oh, not, yeah. uh, you're not getting asking for every fucking house or above it. No, and it's a grind too. Like fucking houses are sitting on the market for 
200 days and shit like you know don't yeah. think that if you take on real estate that it's just like Oof. ball and ball and ball and like the um million dollar listing where they all live in houses that just like what they're selling yeah because they make their commission is like 100 grand 200 grand 300,000 my <laughs> my buddy who is selling those million dollar houses now in, in right. Los Angeles like he posts these things on Instagram about these houses and it's like oh it's only it's only seven point five and it's a steal and I was like, bro, you were you were living in a fucking studio apartment with yeah. no AC mm-hmm. maybe three years ago. Now you're saying this house is a steal for seven point five million dollars. That's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. But again, to you're say. in that market and like I will say this, most of his houses that he lists for that price are barely there for thirty days. Yeah. Barely. And they're it's, all uh, being bought from overseas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, and I, th- this is a thing that's been going on for a while now. Um, but even back when I was living in New York for that MTV show, they put us in a penthouse, you know, apartment or condo. And uh, we were down in Battery Park, which was brand new at the time. And, you know, fuck the, the place itself at the time. And this is probably double now was going for like 1.2 in like 2006, I think. Oh I want to say that, yeah. And we there was a doorman and everything. There was a beautiful private school next door and it was just like oh yeah, immaculate area. Uh, it was great. And uh, I, we had a view of the Statue of Liberty from all like I think windows. Andy Cohen lives there now. Probably. <laughs> we had a view of the Statue of Liberty from all windows and uh, it, it was gorgeous. But, you know, total, I would say that place was... Maybe 1,400, 1,500 square feet, somewhere in their tops. Dang. Yeah, two bedrooms. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, me and my buddy were staying there. Uh, but every day we would come in and there was no one ever in the lobby walking in with us, walking out with us in the morning, like right. nothing. Finally, I asked the doorman. I was like, hey, man, I, like, I hate to pry or be weird, but I was like, you know, MTV is putting us up here um, uh, to, to come and live and shoot and all that stuff. And I was like... Uh, uh, what, what's is, are, are the rest of these places for? Cause I'm, I haven't seen one single fucking person here mm-hmm. in like two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, is it all retired people? Like, and they just don't go out that much or maybe have food delivered or something. And they were like, no, these are all overseas buyers. And they were like, we don't even know their names because they're registered under LLCs that it's like, you know, zero one nine five six eight Kappa lives there. And it's mm-hmm. just like. Oh, you don't even know their names? They're like, no, they're just doing it for, for investment. And they need to either hide money from other countries. Um, so they'll buy real estate and properties in, uh, in New York and in California because they're super expensive and the value keeps going up. Right. So it's like, it's kind of a win, but you know, we watched those, those, those LA ones and most of the buyers seem to be foreign and mostly Asian. So Asian or, or Middle Eastern. Yeah. So that's the thing about New York. Like it's going to be, they predict or whatever. It's going to be all just like empty, not empty, but like yeah. every um, place is going to be owned by someone that doesn't live there. Right, right, right. Um, Cause that's like the rate that it's getting bought up like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's true. It's just like a bunch of empty places uh, all over. Yeah. And the it city. was, and it was, a. I mean, we were in a giant high rise and uh, again, didn't see one person. And that was back then. Yeah. So like I was now 06. it's, I mean, whole buildings are being yeah. 
um, bought up. They'll be bought in development. So like that's like their deal in New York now, like New York million dollar, million dollar listing mm. is so they're selling development. So as they're doing construction, they're selling units, selling units. Gotcha. So like the whole place is sold before they're even done. Jeez. And it's like by people that don't. Because if you lived there, if you lived in New York, right. could you really wait for the fucking condo you know your right, condo right, to right. be built for fucking three years no yeah if you're out overseas and you're never planning on living there sure buy it up yeah it's uh it's strange it's really really strange um that was the other thing about that march that not to 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 circle back to it but that march too where all of the people that were you know the 10 or fifteen thousand people that were marching in that fucking march that was now paid for by russia we found out sure they didn't look like they lived in the city right because it was in you know I would say it was about 4.30 in the afternoon when we, we were, we, we got in and we, we went out to get a drink or something. And we just flew in and I, I was, that was the other thing I was thinking to myself. I was like, man, all these people have jobs. Cause no. like most, everybody who works in New York has to work mm-hmm. because it's expensive to live there. So you're working. Like right. where the fuck are these 15,000 people who don't have jobs on a Thursday coming from? Yep. Strange. Being boated in. I, exactly. Busted. Yeah. They're, they're all sharing a, a one bedroom in Brooklyn. There's like 10 of them, 10 hipsters sharing a, a one bedroom in Brooklyn. That That's what's really happening, Jabes. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Boys are back in town. Uh, don't start. With, I can't. I can't do it today. Tonight is going to be a jailbreak. I can't do it. I can't do it. Fine, then. What do you want to do? Ah. <laughs> What what donut? I want to I want to start a revolution. Okay. Um, it's, it's the name of the show. It's 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 what we do. Sure. Um, it's what we do. I wanted to tell you that your movie uh, Icarus, by the way, that you keep uh, pushing on me, this r- Russian doping movie, mm-hmm. is nominated for an Oscar. Ooh, is it that good? It's really good. Is it really? I told you to watch it a long time ago. Uh, you did. You've been you've been screaming this in my face for a while now. Um, but they're now they're doing because the Oscars are, are right around the. The, the season, tis the season for the Oscars. Now they're starting to push shit. And mm-hmm. uh, this Icarus is being pushed. And I was just like, shit, it's up for best documentary. Yeah. Is it that good? Um, yeah. Right. I mean, as far as like whole, the whole time, you're like, holy shit. Like, holy shit. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. You know what I wasn't sold on was that, uh, Cla- that new Clapton documentary. Don't bother fuck. anyone. My God. That, the new Clapton documentary on, on Showtime that just dropped. Um, again, you know me. You know me, kids. I'm a rock doc messiah. Canoe, I'm a legend. Sir. Yeah. Um, I, I, I fucks with great rock docs. And I was amped to see that Clapton had showed up of like new release, Eric Clapton documentary. I was like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, my God. Because I don't know too much about Clapton. And uh, I find him fascinating even more so after that Quincy Jones interview when he said the best guitar player was Clapton. Well, he's, he's awesome. His unplugged is legendary. Legendary, of course. But I, I, didn't, I didn't quite know his story. And like, look, I, I watched it. I, I, I gave the whole thing a watch. Do um, they ever show his face? No. Oh, God. So I don't like documentaries that are just based on voices and interviews. And like, I don't know. <sighs> I, I, I can't figure out if it was 
it had to have been authorized by Clapton because they were using like baby photos and shit of him and, and all yeah, of that and he stuff. Was, he was talking through it as if like he had sat down to do this. Yes, but I've also sat through documentaries where they've stitched together uh, yes. old interview footage. Like I, I, yeah, I didn't. But why not show your face? Like I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Whenever a documentary doesn't show the faces of the people, I can't fucking get down on them. No. Um, cause it's yeah. just all kind of stitched together. The levels of the interviews are always off, especially dating back that many years because the quality of the audio tapes isn't that great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you're kind of remote diving is what we call yeah. it. And, you know, making movies, uh, with the sound, you're remote diving to go up and down and up and down cause shits, the levels are all fucked. Um, but I, I, I don't understand why go through all that hassle and do all the interviews and have a documentary about your life if you're not going to be in it yourself. And splicing all those pictures together because, so picture this, you guys, it's just his voice and just like different pictures, still pictures, Stills. not, not footage. Yes. Yeah. Not old videos. Just still well, they, pictures back to back to back. They and had then like they, they did have a bunch of video footage from sure from him afterwards, which was which was I, I thought that was the most entertaining part of it. Um, yes, because if you're watching a movie, you want to see moving pictures. Yes, like move. So uh, um, his story, and that and that, that's why I was so pissed off about it because his story and his life is unbelievably fascinating, and I just wanted to hear him. And the people that are involved in his life, I want to see them on camera talking about it, going through the emotions of all of this, because he was an emotional guy who had fucking his, the, the person who raised him with it was his grandmother. And that he, he thought that was his, late in life, found out late in life that his birth mother, his uh, sister was his mom. Yes. His grandma, his, his mom, who he thought was his mom was his grandma. Yeah, exactly. And Super weird story, which is why, you know, he dived into playing guitar and all that other stuff. Um, and then the thing with George Harrison's wife, where he fell in love with George Harrison's wife from the Beatles and that whole shit that ensued, like, uh, and then again, his, his son dying, like you have this crazy, long, interesting life, sit and talk about it, sit and talk about it on camera. Um, and, and they didn't do that. The, the highlights of it for me, if, if you were going to watch it and breeze through it, were seeing some of that old footage of, uh, of him and Cream was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his, his drummer was Ginger Baker, who is one of the greatest drummers of all time. And again, there's a Ginger Baker doc on yeah. Netflix that Ginger Baker, even though he's an asshole, sat down and did the whole documentary. So, and it was a fucking awesome documentary because you got to see him talk about his life and all of the shit. Um, Clapton doesn't do that. Uh, the other, there were some old pictures and, and uh, things with uh, him and Keith and Mick mm-hmm. from the Stones back in the day, which was fascinating. And then there was a, a recorded interview with uh, him and Jimi Hendrix that was super old. That's crazy. Yes, that was awesome about the two of them talking together and how they were kind of besties and always hung because they were known as the two best guitarists. And uh, I guess Hendrix had looked up to Clapton was always going to watch him play. Um, and I find that fascinating, but yeah, uh, Quincy Jones. I wish Jones. someone would do a good documentary about him. So like I well, would much rather have him sit down and see no pictures. Yeah. Little bit of footage. I would much rather sit and watch him talk about these little like splices that they have than that. 
Well, p- p- part of it that was uh, that made me think after watching this documentary, he just seemed like a shy guy who was never about the fame aspect of it. And right. he doesn't do many interviews or right. any at all that I've ever really seen. I, yeah, I, I think maybe there was an element to him that was just like, look, we can do if you want to do a documentary in my life, we'll do it on my terms. I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to do this fucking shit. And, and he has disappeared from public life yeah. for years and years and years now. And I, I'm assuming that's at his own choice. Yeah. He has toured here and there occasionally. Right. Um, and, and there was a, an old 60 Minutes interview from maybe two or three years ago with the Stones that I watched, with Mick Jagger that I watched, where uh, they were always saying that Clapton was recording down the road all of the time. So, like... I, Maybe he just sits and records shit all the time. And I, I don't know. I don't know. But he definitely was not a guy who suck out the, la- the, maybe, the, the, the limelight. Maybe that was it. Because he could have been a lot more famous than he was, but uh, he decided not to. And mm-hmm. he said in this documentary that he was a fucking asshole to deal with and um, <laughs> uh, numerous times. So well, there you go. So that's that's probably it but uh I, yeah I, I was hoping for so much more out of that i know because he's so great yeah he's so great um and cream was great and it was just like man you could really you could really lit that dock up to me oh fuck i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep bitching about it sure 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 you done yeah, I am. Okay. I am, I am done with that. Uh, I, you caught me there in a moment because I was thinking, I was like, man, do I really keep railing or not? And I don't. I say no because it's your depth. I think you got it right. He's just, he said, I'm not going to be on camera. So you make it work. And the guys are like, fuck. Fuck. Oh, that would be the worst if someone's like, I will only give you audio. You're like, God damn it. I need to find 20 million pictures to fill up a fucking documentary. But then I wonder why didn't they get anyone that played with him to sit down? So it would be kind of cool if, if Clapton is the mystery well, that yeah, never gets yeah, shown, exactly. right? And then it's all like, if Mick would sit down, they obviously didn't have money for that. I could tell by the titles. So right. they didn't have money to do this or, or, or weren't big enough. But like, God, have anyone that's ever worked with him or loved him. Yeah, sit down Quincy and, Jones. and do the interviews. Yeah, yeah. You know, sit yeah. down and do little snippets like, my God. Because they have these interviews from other people. But again, you, you never saw their face or what they exactly. looked like. Exactly. So they was... wouldn't sit down. I don't buy that. Yeah. And it makes it hard to follow because it's like you're looking at people from back in the day. And uh, yeah. I, I always like a reference. Like I always like a quick picture of same. whoever is talking. Same. Um, and that'll, that'll bring us to the, the revolutionary figure of the day, by the way, because I, uh, this is from the Clapton doc. And a lot of people have brought this guy up. It's Muddy Waters. Yeah. Uh, all of these rock guys, um, a lot of them have gone back to Muddy Waters as their inspiration. And the guy who started rock and roll and blues and, um, uh, you know, he's known as the father of, of modern Chicago blues. Um, but everybody, Mick, Keith, Clapton, all of these guys go back to muddy waters, all of them. Uh, and, and they had a muddy waters interview in this doc with him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was just essentially saying in this doc, he was just like, look, white people will never be able to learn the blues. He's like, you can have people that can try to counterfeit it, but they won't be able to do it simply because they don't live 
the life of the blues. Right. Um, but all of them, you know, to a man say that the closest, the closest to was... ever do it is, uh, is Eric Clapton. So I believe that. Yeah. I totally believe that. Cause he stayed true to it. That's the thing is that. Oh yeah. 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 He, he stayed true to the, the blues aspect of it. Yeah. Forever. Uh, and he said he, he wrote Layla on heroin. So. Wow. We knew that, didn't we? <laughs> he said he snorted it, which is... Whew, My God, whoa. That's a hard day's night right yeah, there. Geez. Yeah, jeez. Even yeah. I won't even, you know, never try the H-bomb. Like, I'm not going that fucking... Sure, uh, sure. That's intense, man. Right. That's that's an intense thing. The farthest I'll go is uh, smoking a little crack, but... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Here and there, a little crack Here and to there. get you going. Here and there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when I'm out with my girlfriends, you know, yeah, a little, little mom's crack. night out. Yeah. The girls are back in town. Girl, tonight is going to be a jailbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's you guys at an Applebee's uh-huh. eating uh, tater skins and then going back in the parking lot by yep. the dumpster and smoking a bowl of crack. Just, you know, just taking a break. You know what I mean? Life is hard. He's an into kids. it. He's an into it. So you need, you need to let loose a little bit. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Well, Jabes, you're a treasure and a gift to the world. Um, <laughs> for Jesse Wiseman, uh, a.k.a. Let's Smoke Some Crack Out Back. Uh, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everybody. Good night.